Episode of the Dumb and Dumbest Podcast, a music industry podcast where everything is terrible and the house is on fire. I'm Matt Bacon here with my beautiful co-host, Curtis Sewer. 14-hour workday. Curtis, how are you today? I'm doing amazing, actually. Good. So what are we talking about? We are going to talk about three or very cheap methods of promoting your band because we have an upcoming challenge on this. So <laughs> we're going <clears> to <throat> give you some of the goods now um, right away. Um, and Matt, would you like to go first or would you like me to go first? Like um, hot and heavy tips. You go first. Go. Okay. So here's the number one <clears throat> thing that you can do to promote your band for free. Uh, period. So the very first thing you do, there's a hot tip. No one ever fucking does it. And I don't understand why. Actually, that's not true. We did have people do it once. Um, get, get into an agreement with another band to invite everyone on your list to like your page. It's simple, it's free, and it works when you do it. Um, and I know some people are gonna go, well, that's fucking cheesy. Yeah, okay, maybe it is fucking cheesy, but you know what? Lots of people nowadays don't send mass invites out uh, to like people, to like their page. And the reason why is because there was a trend for a while where everybody was doing it and it was getting annoying. So most people stopped it. So now if you team up with another band and do it every once in a while, no one's going to fucking care. Um, so if you do that as a very first action, you can usually net a couple hundred Facebook likes if you get someone that has like a sizable friend list and you have a sizable friend list. So just, just to reiterate here, or not to reiterate, just to clarify, you want to do it with someone of comparable level to you. Because if you go to uh, Matt, who's got 4,500 people on his dropout media page, uh, has liked it. If you go to Matt and say, hey, I've got a hundred followers, you know, I'll invite all my friends to uh, like your page. If you invite them all to like my page, he's going to tell you, go fuck yourself. But if you do it, but if you've got a hundred followers and you go to another band uh, who's got like a hundred followers, you know, even, and here's the other thing too, is probably if your band only has a hundred followers, uh, most people usually have around four to 500 friends on their page. So you're missing out on a lot of people that actually know you and apparently are friends with you that haven't even liked your page. Yeah, so and like you should totally be taking advantage of that. And, you should. And, and it's and super it, easy to do. It is. And one other thing I just want to point out is, yes, some people might get pissed off about it. And yes, at the same time, not everybody's going to check out your band. But I'll tell you a quick story. I, had, um, I always have random people I've never met add me on Facebook. And um, about this was about a year and a half, two years ago, I think. I went and just decided to have everybody on my friends list invited to like do a PR. Just went out and did it. I actually got a client that way. Believe it or not. Yeah, Someone and, like, and hey, the thing is, like, it, it, it works. It does. It does. So just doing that one thing like, got me a client. You know, and, and people bitch about it, but, like, when it comes down to it, like, when it, come, when it comes down to it, and, and, I, and this really bothers me, but, like, how, how, like, I don't, I legitimately don't understand why people bitch about it. Cause it's like, oh, you got a notification from someone trying to promote their band. And I appreciate it if it's 
someone who's constantly doing this and they're just like a punisher you know yeah, they're just doing it in order and to... i even appreciate because curtis invites everyone to like all his bands yeah not as much um, anymore but i do i do do it in spurts yes yeah and and i i understand how that how someone could say oh that's annoying yeah you know what I, you know and like i don't think it's annoying but i but i understand yep. you know what i mean yep. um but yeah but people get mad like fuck those people they weren't gonna like your band page anyway you know what i mean yeah. like and the other thing with me at least and i know the same thing happens to matt is uh, a lot of people will add us that we don't know and i never add anybody i don't know <laughs> so if you added me fuck you you're getting a lot you're getting you're getting invited so whatever but moving right along from that do you want to go with the next tip matt because i still okay, got lots yes. here's my next tip is it's kind of similar um and i'm kind of annoyed about what you pitched but my next tip is if you're trying to book a show in a new city it's very simple you shout out um all the other bands in that city that are relevant to you and want, you know, even if you don't know them yep. and one of them is going to wind up wanting to be friends. Cause you said a nice thing about them. Yep. You know, and it's, and like, no one does this, but it's like, Oh, I don't know anyone in Baltimore. We'll just start talking about Baltimore bands, motherfucker. One of them is going to be like, Oh shit. Who are these guys talking about us randomly on Twitter? Just or as a hint too. Um, you can actually like, if you Google, or, or look on Metallum, too. Encyclopedia Metallum is super helpful for this. Yeah, you, you just got to Google, like, band. You could just say, um, you know, death metal bands in Kitchener, because I'm near Kitchener. Um, and you know what? They're gonna, there's going to be a whole bunch of death metal bands in Kitchener that pop up. You know, you're in Keokuk, you know. Maybe not Keokuk because it's tiny, but, you know, you're going to be like, you're going to find some death metal bands or stoner metal bands or whatever in that here's a, here's a pro tip for Metallum, though, by the way. <laughs> Yeah. Um, sometimes people get listed as from the largest city near them. Yeah. So, like, if I were Curtis, I would put Toronto. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. You know, uh, just because, like, that's the the megalopole the, uh, by him. Um, yeah. Now, okay, Curtis. Now, Curtis, let's let's flip yep. it back to you. What's your? Uh, oh, so so just to finish, shoutouts in general are a really good way to help boost your band's profile. It's also a really good way. Um, I was laughing about this with Tucker from Throne of Iron. I hope he doesn't get mad that I say this, but he's staying on my floor in a couple weeks, so fuck him. Mm. Um, but uh, <clears throat> he was talking about how, you know, bands are always like, oh, wow, you're always shouting the, out the scene. And he's like, yeah, because if I don't post every day, Matt will yell at me. Good. <laughs> you know, which, like, you know, like, like that's the thing. It's like, that's a really good way to post every day. You yep. know, uh, so that's that's an easy free way to promote yourself. Curtis, it's your turn. Um, just as an aside too, just to just finish up on shout out. Shout outs work on every fucking platform. Oh, 100%. You, you, you can use them for anything. Um, you, the, the trick is you don't want to come off as being like um, manipulative, but just sincerely shouting people out. So like if you heard something, heard a band, new band you never heard of, shout out to blah, blah band. I uh, really like their track. Uh, you know, blah, blah, that type of thing. And you can do that on any social media platform that you want. Uh, next thing that is a free or cheap way to promote yourself or your band rather is to go and ask other people or sorry, not other people, ask journalists to give you form interviews to because you will be able to find so many different sites that do form interviews. And the way that you find them is just by, again, 
uh, you know, paying attention to the different blogs and stuff that are out there. And you will start to see that some of these blogs have repeating questions in many of their interviews. Those are what are called form interviews. 99.9% .9 of the time, if you reach out to one of those publications and you say, hey, I see you have a form interview. They'll be like, why, yes, we do. And then they'll give, they'll give it to you. Super easy to get. I mean, and you can do this at any point in time. You don't have to have an album out or anything like that. Really, really, really fucking easy to do. And do you want to go next, Matt? Because I got another one. Um, well, if you're on a roll, go next. I'm on a roll here. Next one is contacting some of the smaller podcasts out there and asking them to either play a track or interview you. A lot of podcasts are actively seeking content because I don't know why. I'm guilty of this, actually. I got to admit this. A lot of PRs don't focus on podcasts. We just don't. I don't know why we don't. Don't probably because everybody wants to get a review. But podcasts, a lot of them have really diehard audiences. And I've actually had people tell me, tell me of tons of my bands that they've discovered just from podcasts. So people do listen to them. And if they actually listen to a podcast, they're going to be more inclined to buy your music. That's just something that I've noticed. So if you contact some of these guys, a lot of them will do an interview with you if you just reach out to them and ask you. Ask, ask them yeah. To. And like literally and, what I did uh, recently was I just said, hey, does anyone have a podcast I could be on? And I got like 10 podcast interviews out of it. I did three interviews in a row on Sunday. Like, yeah, like that's shit that people would pay like several hundred dollars to a PR for. Exactly. But I mean, it's pretty easy to do. Like you got to keep in mind that even though all these tips are free to do, like they are labor intensive. So there's no such thing as a free lunch as, yeah. or, uh, as Matt's good friend, Robert Heinlein said, Matt's good friend, right? Yes. Yes, the long dead Robert Heinlein. Um, <laughs> anyway, so the next thing. Uh, so we've already he talked met about in a chat room while he was on his deathbed when I was two. I think he died in like 1987 or something, but whatever. Uh, uh, next thing you can do is obviously you got social media itself. So oh, well, um, wait, 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 wait. Before you before you get into that, I want I want to finish on the journalism front. I thought you were going to say Robert Heinlein. Okay, no, go ahead. Here, here's another key thing you can do become a journalist yourself and you might say oh that's crazy i'm not a journalist the entry requirements are real fucking low i got into that way and so did matt and you know how i got in i started at a super tiny fucking site and then i expanded to other sites and more sites and more sites and you know what happened you meet people along the way and some of those people that you're writing with at that little tiny little blog start writing for bigger places like when i met matt matt was writing just for two guys metal reviews and then he expanded onto i think it was toilet of hell and then he expanded onto metal injection but well there, there was a whole bunch of things it's it, it, yeah. there was a whole bunch of things but yes but you started you started small and the same thing happens with a, a lot of people right they'll start off like, like these little tiny places and then they move up eventually right so keep that in mind as well there's so many journal like uh, matt even met uh, cat that way she was she started out um, um, but yeah, but, and, and now Kat is an amazing journalist yeah, doing all the things. All the things, right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, she's sorry. working with, she's, she's amazing. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, but you meet a lot of people that way. You know, you meet a lot of, um, you meet a lot of influential people. This, you know, like I met Claire Bernaday, who I ended up hiring to work at Ripple. I was probably 16 when I met her. And then seven years later, I, uh, I hired her, or I, you know, um, Black. 
No, no, but like seriously, you know, or like I was talking to, with about this with Curtis today. There's um, a label I recently started working with, Indie Recordings, who is one of three major clients I met at one party I got invited to when I was a journalist when I was 19. Yep. Like, like that's just, you know, like we were talking about this with Finn McKenty on the podcast the other day, like about how there's like a bunch of like people who are kind of players in the entertainment business now who he like knew back in the day. Yep. And like, it's kind of weird for me because like, because Curtis, and I'm not trying to dig out Curtis, but Curtis doesn't really have the, like, history of DIY as much. Um, not at all. But, like, I, I used to go to shows and, like, hang out with members of Code Orange. Like, I literally got driven into a, a Code Orange Kids show that maybe 40 people went to by Zach from Outer Heaven that Full of Hell also played. Like, and I think at that show I hung out with Mike, who is now in Waking the Cadaver. Didn't that's Zach like, beat you up at one point too? Probably. Um, but like, but like, but, and that's not me trying to flex. That's just, I was there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I saw Ghostmane before he was Ghostmane, like with his hardcore band, because he played my friend Max's garage. And it was really yeah. weird. Like his parents were like having dinner and you could like see them through the window. And Get back like, on track, Matt. Get back on track. No, but what I'm trying to say is like, if you're around and doing things, yeah. people will see. And if people see, you know, and it, it takes time. Like the stuff I'm talking about was like years ago now. Yep. But that's what it is. Even if you think it's just, oh, me and my fucking idiot friends. Yep. Yep. Necrosexual is the same way. He started off as a journalist and he's been using his contacts for years and they're starting to pay off for him. And that's another dude I've known for like a bunch of years before. Well, he was kind of already someone, but like... Yeah, like this is this is what it is. You know what I mean? And I think that people don't understand there's and so much of the free promotion that you see some of these cool kid bands getting, you know, or they like get a disproportionately big interview in Revolver from yeah. Kelsey Chapstick or whoever. Yeah. It's it's not because they're like paying someone off or something. It's cuz they were just around for a long time. Yep. And now that they've been around for a long time, they could hit up someone at Revolver who they just knew from playing shows. That you know? they were nice to just because they knew them back in the day and they didn't know they were going to be that like that at some point too. Yeah. And, and that, and that, you know, and that's obviously a really long-term way to do it. And I know, and that's yep. like not, uh, you know, but what I'm saying, but to circle back is being a journalist opens doors because it gives you a ton of access. Right. Mm -hmm. And like right off the bat, what you could do like tomorrow is you could start, I actually literally think someone should do this. You should what? start a blog where the whole point of the blog is to interview small label heads. That's a and good you, idea. And you go through and you interview the head of Ripple, the head of Curse Tongue, the head of, um, I don't know, uh, Helmet Lady, the head, uh, Steve STB. Um, Mario. You know, all these people. Mm -hmm. And you could fucking turn it around like... Cause like you would just open doors. Like that's literally how I met Todd and how, well, how I, the, the way I became friends with Todd from Ripple, who are my longest standing client, I believe. Um, and I've worked with them for four years now is I decided I wanted to work at Ripple. So I wrote a review on metal injection of every single Ripple release, if I liked it or not. That's dedication, Matt. And after like six months, when I came to Todd and was like, you know, like, here's some shit you're doing wrong. I could probably help you with, son. He was like, yeah, okay. 
and like it was a process and it was like a lot of massaging and yada 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 but like it wasn't a no it was a okay let's talk that sounds like something we can make happen mm-hmm. yep you know and it was ridiculous and crazy but like that's if you start by being if you start doing journalist shit it opens doors for you and it's a really good way to to open doors if you can't tour a lot and stuff mm-hmm. you know but you want to be able to like like Jesse from Alternative Control. Like, she can go play a show in Philadelphia whenever she wants because, like, she gave a lot of coverage to Necrosexual. Yeah. So he'll hook her up. Yep. You know what I mean? And people act like it's some big secret. And it's like, no, like, she just reviewed, like, three of Necrosexual's things. So Interviewed him. And then also helped him when he came to uh, wherever it is she lived. Forget the name. Yeah. And, like, and, of course, like, you know, that's not going to be everyone. There's so many. There's a ton of people who are just going to take, take, take. Mm-hmm. But, like, whatever. Like, if you impact at scale, it pays off. You yeah. know, like, and and more people are watching than you think. Yep. And a lot, a lot of people are watching you. That's the thing that you need to realize. Now, um, if you're done on that, I want to cover one last thing just with social media. Are you done on that? Mm, yeah, I'm done. Okay, cool. So, last step that we're giving away for free today is social media obviously is the next best way to promote yourself for free now, but there's a couple catches to it. Number one, you got to do it every day. Number two, you got to be consistent. Number three, you can't just always talk about yourself. Number four, you have to get engagement. Those are the key, 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 key things. If all you're doing is just pushing, 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 and you're not seeking to get engagement or anything like that, it's not going to work. Also, if you're not being consistent, it's not going to work. You have to have to always, always, always do something every day. And it has to be at quantity. I know that some people say that too much is not good. It's not true. If you don't do enough, nobody sees you. So you got to like just, you don't want to spam people and just keep repeating the same thing over and over again. But you want to be doing a lot of, lot of posting frequently. So that means just don't do it all in the morning and then forget about it. Don't do it any other time and then come back to it next week. You got to do it all the time because no one's going to remember you otherwise. Even people that you have worked with or had, had review you or anything like that will forget about you if you do not post enough. Happens all the time to me. I'll have someone be like, hey, man, you want to work together again? And I'll be like looking at them. I'll be like, I don't know who the fuck you are. And then I'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah. I worked to release with him like four years ago, but I he fell out of touch with me and I haven't seen him post. You know what I mean? And then, you know, obviously I remember them at that point, but. Yeah, well, but saying, it's important to remember that no one is as important to you as you. Exactly. And, and no know, one's thinking about you. Yeah. And no, yeah. No one's like, people are watching if you give them something to watch. Yeah. And you you, know, even and, when you're doing it a lot too, not everybody's paying attention. That's yeah. And, and, and so, and so I want to give two examples here. Sure. Okay. Is so, there's a lot of bigger industry figures who will come up to me and say, Hey, I like what you're doing with bacon spits. Yep. Right. Which is cool. Um, like, and people who don't even watch, like people who are like big, big league and like, don't need to like watch my shit, but they just like get the, like, they probably have never watched a full bacon spit. They just like get the, like they understand what it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. But on the flip side, people I've been working with for like years won't know what it is. Like Frank Godla, like didn't know what bacon spits were until like last summer. And that's like a dude I've been working with since I was 19. 
that's kind of funny actually because you know what a lot of, like that same thing happens to me with the doer pr videos it'll be like you do videos <laughs> yeah man i've been doing it yeah. for two years yeah but but and like and i'm just saying like that's the i know it like like don't be discouraged yep. that's just how it is right because like more people are watching than you think some people are not watching at all both those yep. things are okay but you want to be hitting people who are watching because if you know, like two out of a thousand are players that can convert to something. Exactly. And also there's some people that are only watching half, half of what you do. Matt just gave a good example with Frank, but there's also a lot of people that only know Matt for metal injection and have absolutely no clue whatsoever that he does yeah. anything else. Or like one of my favorite things is like some people know me as like a black metal guy and some people know me as a stoner rock guy and some people know me yeah. as a hardcore guy. And there, I, there's very few people who I walk in every world with. No, yeah. And the same thing even happens with me. I mean, I've had people go, oh, you're the guy in the Dumb and Dumbest podcast. I'm like, yeah, but I do PR. Oh, you do? It's like, really? <laughs> but you, but so. again, it's about the awareness because it's like now, Curtis, because, because it's about being top of mind, right? Exactly. Curtis and is I very good at being top of mind. And the thing is, someone knows him as the Dumb and Dumbest podcast, and that's it. When they find out he does PR, guess who's going to be their fucking go-to for PR? Curtis. So if you're, if you're in a band and you're writing about people or shouting people out and you're like really cool about it, yes. when you become a, uh, you know, when you put out a record because you're top of mind and put a lot of good into the system, you'll get a lot out. Point being, this episode has gone on a little too long given how busy Curtis and I are today. This has been <laughs> Dumb and Dumbest. You've been listening. Epstein didn't kill himself. Uh, yeah. Flex. Flex. That's it. Flex. Come on, can we end with flex? Are we done yet? <laughs> <laughs>